You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. love that question how do you define success like so many people and i did the same thing move forward towards goals that really aren't our own goals or Uh move towards you know barometers of quote unquote success right that that we didn't even define Mm -hmm. you know whether it's our parents put some sort of unspoken or sometimes spoken expectation on us to achieve certain Uh things do certain things be certain things um, or maybe our friends or our neighbors, or, or sometimes we just put it on ourselves, and it's no one's fault at all. And, and we pursue something, I think, particularly in this country, pursuing climbing the corporate ladder, make more money, get a job, get a promotion, get a raise, get another bonus. Well, I, I think there's a knee jerk reaction to define it in financial terms. Well, because yeah. it's um, concrete, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Uh, because it's concrete, it's measurable. I can measure yeah. that. I'm not saying salary. it's right. I'm saying, yeah, people yeah. Do it. yeah. Well, my, and, and and I think it's unique to it's unique to our culture, not unique in that we're the only one, but it's not a global phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know, not every country or nation of people mm-hmm. define success in the way that we do as Americans. There's a lot of good to it, um, but that's something that we a lot. I think a lot of people have felt that way, but not everyone escapes it. Right, and I think knowing yourself. Um, lets you kind of weed out all the good advice gone bad. That's what David Colby and I call it, good advice gone bad. It's good advice on the surface about ways you should make decisions on your career or how you should get things done or how to be productive. There is tons of advice, but it only works for some people or it just goes too far. So you know that um, anything worth doing is worth doing well. Mm -hmm. That is just crap. I cannot believe we teach our kids that. It is there's lots of stuff you got to get done every day that's not worth your best effort. So it just has to get checked off. And then there's other things that are worth, you know, some of your best efforts and more mental energy and all of that. And so what's, I think it's what's the same worth, thing with What's worth a bad effort? What's worth about effort? Um, anything that is a good fit for your mental energy, which I know we for, can talk about. Okay. And what are the priorities right now? So there's some things that either somebody else should be doing or you just need to get done. You know it's going to be stressful for you because it's not natural to you. So I'm just going to do it quickly. I'm going to get it done. And then there's things where the end result matters a ton. And you got to decide, okay, I'm really going to give this better effort. But that means saying no to a bunch of stuff Mm. because we have this mental energy available to us. It's finite. So you cannot use it up on something that's kind of not a great use for your effort. I call it like, um, you know, best and highest use of your strengths. Like that's that's kind of what I ask myself. Okay, so Mm -hmm. I want to distinguish between something because my mind immediately went to my neighbors hate me for this, but I don't do a good job of mowing my lawn. I don't care about (laughs) it to me. It's right. stupid grass. Like, I don't right. even like the fact that it grows. I, <laughs> I, want, I just want to not deal with it, but I don't want to look like, you know, it's some vacant house and no one lives there. It's, sure. You know, right. selling drugs or something. So right. I keep it kind of nice, but I'm not edging the thing up and I'm not planting it to make it, make it all green all year round. Now we're, we're doing a bare minimum job. Um, mm-hmm. 
what it sounds like you're saying is outsource the things that you're not great at or sure. outsource the things that you're not doing your best effort at. Right. Or, or just part of it. Hire, do yeah. I have to hire a professional? Well, you have to get it done. You have to get it done. Yeah. yeah. So either do it yourself or delegate it out. Mm-hmm. But there's a distinction. There's a distinction in delegating it out so that it can be done in the best possible way versus right. like, I'm going to intentionally do a job that's not excellent. Well, I, I think when you look at things, you look at what your strengths are and you look at what you're, what you're good at, what you have a passion for, uh, what has a strength, you know, what does the world need more of that you can make money doing all the things that aren't that you shouldn't be doing. Right. Uh-huh. If it's, yeah. But see, even that mindset, this is why I'm, 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 I'm curious what you think, Amy, that mindset is informed, I would say by the same um, cultural persuasion to achieve, 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 grow, 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 do more, 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 more. So I would guess you are someone who, you know, you will not force closure on one thing before you move on. You're incredibly adaptable and you probably have a system and it's about piles. Right. So there's stuff in, in yeah. random places yeah, and that's, a, and that's a system. <laughs> yeah. And you will actually jump from one thing to the next. If you had to do things in an incredibly sequential day all day long, that would take you out of your game. That would absolutely yeah. not work oh, yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. I would see Sanger it, growing up, we would have, you know, have projects or chores or things to do, you know, so if we're out at the ranch and say, Hey, you know, if we go on the ranch today, uh, do, you know, here's like five things that we need done. And I would go, dude, it looks like you're not writing this down. He's like, Oh, I'll get, I'll get it done. No, no, no. It, are you going to remember these? You should write them down, put it in your phone, do something. He's like, no, I got, I got it. And we'd come back. I go, did you do all those five things? Oh no. <laughs> some of that is just being a some of that's know, being a kid being but a you know kid. but uh, you know so it's 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 funny to we we got some confirmation on that you know as a two follow through well one that, that that wasn't your process you know building the process but it's thing. not for right it's not i i'm not gonna naturally write it down no but i have learned that in certain areas of life or in in certain aspects of my professional career i've got to work against that tendency. And so if I'm meeting with a client, yeah, I got to write it down. You know, I got to write down what we talked about. (laughs) Can't forget that. Right. And I don't want to do that. I don't enjoy it. It doesn't help me in the, certainly not in the moment, helps me later, but it doesn't help me in the moment because I'm ready to get started working on the things that we talked about. And I don't need to write any of it down to get started working. I'm going to remember it. I'm not going to remember it six months three months, a year later, when it's important to reference it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I noticed a lot was with this particular um, zone is people are really willing to use it as a crutch and say, oh, well, I don't, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at follow through. You know, I'm not good at organization. So I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a difference in um, recognizing your strengths and recognizing maybe your unique ways of processing and saying, Oh, I'm not going to do my job using it as a crutch right? Yeah. or not. I'm not going to write down my chore list, which you just, just write it down, dude. It's not hard. That's right. And that's about that end result. As long as you're getting excellent end result, it doesn't have to be done the way that your teacher told you. And you know, when you were 10 years old on how to do things in a sequence, 
you might just need to delegate a bunch of those kinds of things too. get someone who really does do some of that naturally. And when you have to work against your grain, you can develop habits. And that's what it sounds like you've done with the client. Right. So that is. But here's what's so brilliant about that strength, because I do think it's drilled into us from the time that we're kids, that there's a certain way to get things done. And by the way, yeah, we have data yeah. on thousands of teachers. And guess what? The majority of them, certainly kindergarten through eighth grade, are seven, eights and nines in follow through. So they're teaching school to these kids who are one, twos and threes who need to be adaptable. It's really stressful for those kids because they're living in this very bureaucratic environment. So we need the people who are adaptable to push back against that a little bit and say, can we get that in a quicker way? Do we really have to do all of those steps? And then, as you're saying, no excuses. You just got to get that same end result. Yeah. Can we streamline this a little bit? I noticed that. Um a lot, the low follow through, low score follow through, um, people will cut out all the garbage real quick. They'll cut out the garbage in a system that, you know, is a little clunky. Which is helpful. Um, yeah. Which you need. You need yeah. to know, oh, you know, we didn't need all 12 steps. Here. Right. And when yeah. things don't go according to plan, we need people who are adaptable to switch it up. That's, There's a lot of gurus out there that are going to tell you that this is what I did. And here's how much you have to train, or I get up every morning at this time. And this is what I do. And you have to pick and choose little pieces of that and then yeah, see what's yeah. going to work for you. Yeah. I think that's, it's also like people, you know, bad advice comes when we share tactics without understanding the why. Right. And so there's a lot of bad financial advice that, that might be good for someone, but is terrible for you. There's a lot of good fitness advice that, um, or a lot of bad fitness advice that might be good for someone, but it's terrible for you. And you got to understand so much more about yourself if you're seeking advice or about your client if you're giving advice um, before you can even start to talk about tactics. You know, I mean, I I was in the, um, the jujitsu gym last night and I was talking to this buff guy, just huge, massive, jacked dude. And I was like, Hey, you know, how much, um, realistically could I gain? How much muscle could I gain, you know, in a couple months, you know, without doing any drugs. And he created a training plan for me in that room. And I'm like, dude, it, I, this can't be good. Like it can't, <laughs> you know, it can't, it can't be the best training plan. You don't know anything about me other than right. want to gain muscle. I don't even know if that is true. Like maybe I mm -hmm. don't want to gain maximum amount of muscle. Maybe I just want to like look a li little bit better. That's what I was saying. Right. Um, so it's like, you got to understand the why. And then you got to understand how, how is this guy going to work? Because he outlined this very detailed, like rigid plan. So on Mondays, you're going to do this. And I was like, oh, hell no. Like there's <laughs> no chance that I'm going to sit there and repeat the exact same thing for eight weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go in and go, oh, I saw this cool YouTube video about this one weird exercise. I'm going to try that today. You know, I know I was supposed to do chest, but what if I did chest and back? How about that? I'm going to like switch it up. and it's, it's like, that was such a microcosm of all of the bad advice that gets given 
all the time in every aspect of life. It's, mm-hmm. you, you really need to know what your strengths are so you can filter out advice that's not tailored to you and also know how to give advice that's tailored to someone. Thanks for making the great decision to listen in to this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Singer Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.